down, trippin' I still lean on my margins I'm from where they took slow When you know they gon' be just Nobody need to guess me, dog. I'm quite sure you can smell it I'm Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Kadeem, and you are tuned in to the He Is Hers and the Truth Podcast. Check out my guy's new single tribute to Screw featuring yours truly. A sight to see just like his new split screens Day after Valentine's I came from 215s Never revealing the plans on him Hot, let me get a fan on him All supply, no demand on him Never curse, but go ham on him Hey, what up? This is Steph G And this is Nika T And this is His, Hers, and, and the, the Truth, Truth Podcast. Podcast Cast. What's up, man? My shit yeah, you gotta take a deep breath on that one. <laughs> That's bullshit already. You starting yeah, off with bullshit. Shit. Whatever, man. It's been a while. We we ain't did have we did we haven't did a pod this month, have we? We have not done a pod for the month of March, to my knowledge. Um, that's on me though. Nah, it's not we're not gonna place no blame on nothing like that, man. You know I mean we still humans. We got life. We are, you know. We got shit to do. Life happens, things happen and you know, you move on from it. Yeah. Work through it, move on. Keep it pushing. Well, so this We here is, today. Yeah, we are here today. <laughs> after the shit we've been seeing lately. We here today. Just happy to be here today. That's one thing I think about every time something happens to somebody. It's like and lately it's been like older people mm. who are in either in retirement age or retired. It's like, damn. You don't live long after you announce your... A lot of people have not lived Man. long after announcing their retirement. When you, when you slow down, that's when it just seems like life... Stops. <laughs> Completely. Literally. And that's the fucked up part. It's kind of like, you know, you work... You do all... You spend all your time working. And then when you really take time for yourself, it's like... It's over with. It's done. Yeah. You can't... You can't enjoy That's why nothing you gotta, no more. You gotta enjoy the time that you do have. Carpe diem. What that mean? I never understood what that means. Seize mean. the day. So what is what what is it? Per 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 diem? Per diem? Per day. Per day. So carpe means stop or seize. Seize the day. Huh. Not stop the day. What if you not see- cease? Seize the day. Take on the day. Make the best of it. Oh, okay. You utilize it. Okay. You, Seize look, I the learned, day. I learn something new every day. Behold man. it. Have it. Do something with it. I knew what Vinny Vitti that was, Vitti Vici meant. That was, that was the original YOLO. <laughs> it was? Seize the day. Damn. Live in the moment. You only live once. I didn't. I never knew that. No, nah, but yeah, I mean that's true, man. You you gotta take on each day. Uh, I think with a with a with a, a better attitude per se. Yeah. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, try to try to do as 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 best as you can in that day, and try to do as much as you can throughout the day. Yeah, uh, I feel like I feel like that's the one thing that I tried my best to take advantage of when I decided to leave my job. Mm-hmm. It was like. I wanted to make sure that even though I wasn't working, my days were still being utilized for something. Right. Now, every day, I ain't necessarily saying I'm out here just like 
raking in the cash or whatever like that. But I have the opportunities now to where I get to enjoy my time, enjoy my life. I get to have different experiences. I get to go do different things with job, my bonus kids, like all of that. So you got to, man, and even if you got a job, take your PTO. Them motherfuckers is like... Shit, take your PTO, your mental health and your rest, relaxation and enjoyment of life cannot wait because you sitting here building somebody else's empire. Man, listen, my, Use that one, time. one of my jobs told me that I only get f- five days of vacation. They told me that and I was like, Bro, what the, what, what five the f- days. What am I gonna do with five days? Like, bro, I need times for incidentals. I need mental health days. I need days for when I'm on my cycle. I need days for like just because I don't feel like dealing with this shit. Like, like overall jobs need to implement mental health days. I know some jobs have started putting that in policies now, but. You know, even jobs, you know, the, the not the Fortune 500 corporate America jobs, but, you know, even those smaller jobs, especially like construction workers or uh, fast food workers. Right. Uh, of course, nurses and stuff like that. Because I've seen some nurses when I was in my uh, facilities that I worked in. Those nurses were tired. Yeah. And not to mention the people who are actually dealing with the kids hands-on. Yeah. Or the patients hands-on be, you know, tired as well. And I see, I'm starting to see, like, a lot more people on social media talk about burnout. Mm-hmm. And I've experienced burnout. Like, I know what that feel like. Yeah. And I don't recommend anybody getting to that point. Like, you should not have to kill yourself in order to have a decent enough life you know what i'm saying granted things have been put in place for us as african americans to where we got to try a little bit harder than others in order to get where we need to be but at the same time i know that i'm going to get to my finish line eventually i'm not about to kill myself trying to get there though right like it's just because i value my life i value the the importance of what my life is to other people's life if I'm not doing well and I'm sick and laid up in the bed somewhere, Jai ain't doing well because, I mean, I'm the main person she want to be around, be up under. I got a man that, you know, I'm still concerned about. Granted, he does take care of me if I'm in a situation of, you know, being out of commission, being sick or anything like that. But as a woman, I know for me, I don't stop worrying. As a woman that has a home and a family to maintain, even if I'm sick, I still don't stop worrying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think for a lot of people, especially women, we get to a place where we're just like, oh, well, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I'm going to do it for my kids no matter what. Um, if we have a significant other, you know, we go hard for that significant other. And it's like we'll keep pushing ourselves and we'll put ourselves on the back burner and put ourselves last all the way up until we done worked ourselves to the point where we see. And we just shouldn't get to that point. It's not healthy. Right. Um, and even with that being said, it's kind of like you, you, you trying to balance in your mind. All right. I know I can, 
you try to tell yourself I can at least take a day off. Right. You know, and really you might need more than just a day because you you spend your first day either resting and then you get stuff at home to do. Stuff at home. Or to you do. do the stuff at home like, and then you really don't get the for rest. For the people for for the people that be like, Oh yeah, I got a, a Monday through Friday job. Like that that for a lot of people is like the golden opportunity. Monday through Friday. Um, and if you can get some of the best hours Monday through Friday, that's like even better. But that's set. Yeah, that seventy three is lit. But what people often don't realize is Saturday and Sunday really ain't no time to rest because on the weekends you gotta, you know, you gotta do anything that you weren't able to get done during the week. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that, you know, if if you got family events that's going on, family time, uh, different things like that, like it, it, there's really no stop. Like for for my house, though, like we'll have days, even joggers days where she just like, I, I can't do it today. And I have to respect it. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, all right, well, we at the house today. And, you know, that's crazy because I don't think. And I can only speak from my own experiences. You know, when I would try to tell my dad that, he'd be like, you young. It ain't about you being young. It's about you being able to because whatever, recoup. Right. At whatever age you are, you still going through whatever it is you go through at that time period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just like, you know, even with kids, if they tired, like, she goes to daycare five days out of the week. Right. Most weeks, five days out of the week. And then, you know, and then when she's at daycare, you know, there's learning things. She's dealing with different people, different personalities, different energies, different vibrations. And even with that, you know, I know my kid, like she can get attached to people and she opens her heart up so easily to people so with her opening her heart up whenever she tell me mama i just can't i don't i can't do it today mm-hmm. and she'll literally tell me i can't do it today i'm gonna have to let her stay where she at because usually i know that she's probably had either people overload or she's either at a place in daycare where she's now gotten to where whatever is being taught she's grasped it so now she gets like bored and she have her moments where she get in trouble now from being bored while the other kids trying to learn. Yeah. So I just now we just be like, bro, we gotta find something else for you to do. And you know what? My daughter been saying that lately. She was, I'm bored. I'm like Get him something to what challenge him. What are you bored of though, man? You get but I think a lot of her boredness, she'll say that because she wants to go outside and play with the other kids and stuff. Mm. And so you know, even when we do try to do stuff with her, uh, as far as like education wise, she'll do it. She'll do it quick, and then it's like I don't, I really don't want to do it no more. Yeah, like I've proven to you that I can do. I this. can do this. I don't want to so do it. No I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, that's why. Like with job, we just get to a place where, I, for her, everything has to be a game. Cause for whatever reason, my kid don't really take too much seriously. So everything has to be a game, even learning. <laughs> so I got to, you know, you got to spice it up from time to time, make it interesting. You got to, I find different ways to kind of make her do the same thing over and over. Because I know repetition is the way to really learn things. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And kids, they'll be like, no, nah, I don't want to do that no more. I'm done. Like yesterday, I was like, I give up. I give up. I give up. I quit. 
I was like, bro, you not giving up. What do you mean? Kids is funny, man. <laughs> kids is funny. Speaking of kids, you heard about what Kurt Franklin said to his son? Hey, bro. I ain't listen. <laughs> listen. You know what? This, I could, I could kind of see that in like your future. What if? I I I think you would say stuff like that in a in a casual conversation. You know what? <laughs> I would, but see, this is this is my point of view on this whole Kirk Franklin situation. I'm after I say my piece, I'm leave it at that, and y'all can argue with whoever the hell y'all want to argue with. But I'm not gonna argue back and forth with you on my point of view. First off, that's his child. I know a lot of people say. That your kids don't belong to you. They got to grow up and be their own individual people. And then there's a lot of people that's like, you know, a lot of people that's our age. Well, I don't care if you are my elder. Disrespect. If you disrespect me, I'm going to disrespect you. So if you if you hold that viewpoint, why is it in this situation when this 33 year old man has not only provoked his father, said things to his father and then got it to the point where his daddy now is responding to his original actions. Mm-hmm. This is not the this, and this is not just coming from just what Kirk Franklin said himself. I've seen statements from his daughter. I've seen that you know, like there's other people saying that no, the situation ain't the way that the son portrayed it to be. So my point of view is this man was having a conversation with another grown ass man, and if another grown ass man, if I was on the phone with another grown ass man, child or not, my child or not, if I was on the phone with another individual, and they got me to the point where I had to get real gutter with. You, my nigga that's just what it is I'll break your fucking neck period bitch ass nigga <laughs> period <laughs> it's the, I mean first of all shout out to everybody who did the, like the little remixes for uh, the Kirk Franklin phone call like when they did the memes for Kirk Franklin yo Plies like, had me going bro Plies said I gotta get my dog on the album now. Fa- <laughs> cause he nah, talking like me he talking about so that wasn't my dog that was me I take full responsibility bro <laughs> come on and you know it's funny uh, whatever that little Megan whatever and Oprah thing that was the meme of the month Kirk came in and took that shit. And took that shit (laughs) over. He said, nope. No, hell no. (laughs) Somebody hold my glasses right quick. (laughs) But no, I mean, yeah. First of all, I don't know what what the conversation was prior to us hearing, you know, the clip. First of all, the son was a bitch-ass nigga because he didn't put the whole thing. If you're going to post it, post everything, Yeah, post the whole thing. But at the same time, my thing is, you don't... I get people be like, you know, you supposed to, if if family in the wrong, then you put family in their place and you let them know you hold them accountable. But at the same damn time, you don't put family business, especially if there was a private phone call, you don't put family business out there on social media. You handle that. You, you want a motherfucker to treat you like an adult. You act like an adult An adult sit down and have a conversation without you getting overly emotional. Cause motherfuckers is going to have their opinions. And that's just that a fucking opinion. If it's not fact, it's not fact. Brush that shit off and keep it pushing. I kind of wish y'all took that advice like last week when I made the 
whole post. I'm not listen, even gonna get on that part. Listen, cause I got unfriended for that by some people. Man, fuck them. No, don't get me wrong. Fuck them. But it's like Shit. if I if I can't say something, and we have a disagreement I, about it. I think it, I think because this is the the problem with a lot of social media. One of the problems is because social media is not necessarily like had you gotten on there and put up a video, it probably would have been received a little differently than seeing it rate like reading, reading it, it in text because text does not have a specific tone. So right. it's all about how somebody interprets it when they read it. And from the interpretation, it can look judgmental from the interpretation understood that the intent was not the way that it came across me and you had a sidebar conversation on that after we discussed it my only thing i didn't necessarily disagree with you however i did not feel like that was necessarily a statement to be made based on how it could have been perceived mm -hmm. but we gonna move on from that right at the end of the day, it was you a still, fact. You still got un unfriended for that? Like, motherfuckers is was, too sensitive nowadays. First of all, I was still, I was I was <clears throat> unfriended. People said. You Did you get death threats? No. They call Pe you a bitch ass nigga? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. They One chick said, I hate bitch ass niggas like this. And I was like, bro, y'all take, take it so offensive, y'all probably did this. I get. I get that frustration. When let me say it like this: single mothers that are that receive no help. that receive no help. Okay. I get their frustration. Anybody else, just shut the fuck up. Like that was not the post for you. Like you have to learn when a post is for you and when a post is not for you. When something is said, if that ain't your life story, shut the fuck up. I get fighting for other people, but other people can fight for their damn selves. Like it ain't that serious to go and unfriend somebody. Man, it and it, it like, don't be it don't be that serious. Even if you upset and you call yourself able to talk to me, why don't you be an adult and, you know, have a sidebar conversation. Be like, hey. Man, I'm going to find a way to where we can get people to call in on the podcast. So we can weigh in on some of these posts you be having. So we can have them weigh in on some of these posts you be putting on uh, social media. Because, man, you be having people uh, all else, up in their feelings. Man, somebody else said almost the same thing. And I shared it and said, are y'all going to get on his ass too? And ain't nobody said nothing. And Who then posts? No, I probably it, didn't see I, it. Yeah, I probably I, didn't see it. Cause y'all, cause y'all didn't say nothing when I was asking about employee stock purchase. Now I, I asked two days earlier. I said, anybody know anything about employee stock purchase? Can y'all give me some insight? Ain't nobody I say. I don't shit. think that's how you worded it, but I do remember seeing that post. Right. I didn't have any information to offer on, you know, that particular subject. So there was nothing for me to say. I mean, Somebody I probably could have, I probably could have Googled it and gave you some information, but I mean, you can do that shit yourself. Shit. You yeah. salty? No, now, it just now, be now what I don't agree with, I, I did see something on that particular post um, that you made that got a lot of reactions um, where a female was like, well, if you're not a mother, then you don't oh, get to say anything. that's the one that unfriended me. 
and and I started to reply but then I was like bro I don't feel like arguing with females today but let me just go ahead and clear the air and if she decides that she's gonna check out his hers and the truth podcast and she want to make a response feel free to hop in my dms I'm very friendly so my only issue with that is people don't know you in real life no they don't know you in real life they know you on social media and they know the you that you allow them to see right so people come and they be like oh well you can't say anything because you're not a mother blase 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 but the thing about it is when i see men and i see a lot of men that take care of their kids that's in their kids lives just as much as the mothers i understand in a lot of instances and i've even said it before on the podcast in a lot of instances the mama is the go-to person and i get that but at the same time there are rare situations yours where the the kid want to be up under the daddy like a lot and you are like a very present and prevalent dad like i ain't never seen one like it yeah i mean because I, I was like that with my dad growing up i always wanted to be up under my dad right and even though you know my dad wasn't at home much like that uh i still had i guess some type of connection to where i just i i, I was talking with my barber uh before and i was explaining when, to him that you know when, what i'm saying when, when would you talk to him this is like last week. Okay. Nothing. Just keep going. I was just curious. I was just curious. Anyway, th- but now nah, I was talking to him and I was just uh, explaining that you know um, you 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 gravitate to those people who you know that you have you have a emotional connection with. And right. when I was a kid in elementary school, I understood that my dad couldn't be around like that. Right. So I didn't hold that against him. Uh, and I was just, uh, and as I was talking, I, I was kind of surprised at myself that, yeah, I understood that early. And so um, I just wanted to, I always wanted to be there for my own kid. Um, I just think, I don't think we can always say you can't speak on this if you're not a mother. Now, speaking on mother related experiences yeah but that particular post had nothing to do with mothers or fathers that was a general statement about parents right it when people started to single things out it was like y'all are definitely taking this the wrong way you know what i'm saying you're not a mother my only reason why i was like bro you ain't got no dog in this fight is because i know you in real life yeah and plus, nigga, I, 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 I hate when people try to determine what my life is, and they not they're not doing what I'm right. doing day in and day out. Right. You don't work seven days a week. You know what I'm saying. You don't take care. You take care of your kid, but you know you have these days to look forward to at least to decide what you want to do with your kid right. or without your kid. Seven days a week, I'm trying to figure out how to put more money to her future into my future and i mean my thing is everybody raises their kids differently there's there is something that we focus on we put a little bit more attention on with our kids than maybe the next parent might put on with their kid like for me and ja our biggest thing is her education 
And I feel like that's because I chose to do homeschooling. So when you choosing to do homeschooling, you know, you got to go a little bit harder than everybody else because you either got to catch up or, well, you got to make sure you're staying up, not catch up. You got to make sure you're staying up or you're already exceeding where people your age is normally at. So our big thing is education. Your big thing, and I understand why, has always been finances. You've always wanted that financial stability. So whenever you make posts or statements or suggestions or pose questions related to financial situations, a lot of people aren't seeing it from the perspective of where me and you, like where I know you are in your life. Because my whole, and people... Like I've had to tell my 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 folks, my parents, you know, they were like, you know, you working like this is not gonna make you rich. The goal isn't to be rich by working like this. It's to create the freedom so that I can be rich down the line. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. For me, I, I want my daughter to have a good education as well. I want you to have the choices. I don't want you to be stressed going through these decisions of education. Exactly. I want you to be able to have some money. I want you to be, I want you to be able to make clear decisions. I want you to be able, like, I I always wanted to give my kids something, the things that I did not have. And I know everybody is always like, oh, well, you should be one to get, teach them the things that you were never taught. That's a part of the process of giving them the things that I did not have. Because yeah. the one thing that she's, the one thing that my kid will never have to do, she's never going to struggle. She's never going to know struggle. Yeah. I can guarantee that. But she's going to work for everything she has. That's how you teach them. You give them the knowledge because it's a lot of things that I'm just now acquiring at 30. But I feel like had I been made aware sooner i probably could have been ahead of the game Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and i want her to get to that place as well i mean everybody take a different approach with their kids ain't no one person the only way that you are wrong in how you are bringing up your child is if you are causing that child harm that's the only way but right. other than that, every kid is trial and error. You don't know if you're doing it right or if you're doing it wrong. And you don't know how they're going to turn out. You can get them everything they want. And they can still turn out to be the biggest disappointment of your life. But you did your you did But you, you did your part. Exactly. Right. And you did it the best way you knew how. Everybody don't have the knowledge, the ability, or the patience. I'm sorry. Everybody is like, oh, well, you're not mature enough to not get that frustrated with your kid. Bro, I'm sorry that I'm not on that level of maturity. I'm oh, sorry yeah, you and I that, like, bro. <laughs> you and I differ on that part. But, hey. I mean, I don't, and I don't judge you for, you know what I'm saying, how you go about, you know, uh, discipline and things like that. I don't, I don't abuse my kid. She just gets shit taken away. Yeah. But I will tell her, hey, bro, you got me fucked up. <laughs> I'm a softy. Like, real shit. <laughs> but see, your kid don't try you like my kid try me. Yeah, I be seeing some of that shit. Your kid don't <laughs> try you like my kid try me. And if people knew the parents that my kid has, they'd understand why she that way and why I have to be the way that I have to be with her. <laughs> 
But I will say she's she is the perfect little angel when she like when she goes other places. Mm -hmm. She got to spend the night somewhere new this past weekend. And she was like a perfect little angel. But when she came home, she you know, she was back to being the Tasmanian devil. It be that way. It be that way. Awful. But you know, I fight kids, so hey. (laughs) No Bernie Mac. Listen. (laughs) You know uh, that that Toby song, "Try Jesus." Yeah. Every time I'm singing it, after I say, "Cause I fight," Jobby like kids. <laughs> kids be, be like too, facts. Kids too smart right now, man. <laughs> they funny and they too smart. Sure. Oh, man, no Especially shit. that one. But yeah, man. Overall, it just I just wanted to. I don't I don't ever mean to cause like no harm when I ask questions on Facebook. But it's just questions. It's things that's happened around me that makes me be like, you know, hey, what is or why or where or what if? And you know what I'm saying? You you are at liberty to feel how you feel. But damn, you ain't gotta delete me. I mean, I guess I didn't delete it to people over some shit that I was just like, Yeah, that's not something that I really wanna Fuck with on my but, timeline. But it, I, I mean, but see, I have a process before I delete people. First, I'll mute your ass. I'll, yes. you know, I'll put you on mute, mute for a little while. Or unfollow. Or I'll, unfollow. I'll Facebook, unfollow you. Yes, I will mute you or unfollow you. But then once you pop back up and you still on that same bullshit or some bullshit worse than the bullshit that you was originally on, yeah, that's when I'm going to have to just go ahead but and it, unfriend it be, you. It be the motherfuckers you know in real life that be saying certain shit on social media. And you just be like, Bro, what? Nigga, this ain't you. Nigga, I know you. Man, let let people have they they social media life. We I all, do. We I know do. this shit ain't real, bro. I be scrolling by. I just be like, what? I just don't understand why the positivity. I mean, what what is it about negative things that attracts people? What you mean? Like, you know how people respond a lot to negative things on social media as opposed to positive, to positive things? things? Like, I, I I literally will see somebody get praised for the stuff that they're supposed to do, which do you, I don't have no issue with. Do you know how long negativity can live? But negativity the, but, can live for a long time. And let me, example, if you put something out there that's not, let's just say it's a neutral thing. Somebody go on there. And ha- they have a difference of opinion on whatever it is. And they say that you being X, Y, and Z. Somebody else going to come under that and and disagree with whatever the hell that person that commented the first time said. They going to come and disagree. And then it's going to be a whole 555 Man. comments going back and forth on arguments. I'm, I'm going to tell you, folks usually be going up under the comments talking about, I was waiting on somebody to say this shit. Like bro, either, like, fuck that. either, either you say just, either you say just, it or don't. Yeah, if you gonna say it, say it. Don't wait on somebody else to say it so you can feel good about it. Man, just say how you feel. I just want y'all to know that I don't judge. But when y'all come in on his post, I be looking at it just so I can talk about y'all on the podcast. Man, these folks stupid, man. <laughs> I don't stupid. think you can call people stupid nowadays. People real sensitive nah, you, about you that. You can call them stupid. You, you can't, can't call you can't them MR. Got or it. just the R. But you can call them stupid. Well, you know, people sensitive nowadays. You be called out for bullying and shit. Speaking of bullying, we can go ahead and segue to the topic. <sighs> okay. Why you take a deep breath like that? I was just collecting my life. 
so you can collect it like that in like three seconds. Damn, I need to learn how to do that. Yeah, I know I do that before I go in somewhere when I'm nervous. You inhale and then you exhale. It kind of give you like a. I don't know. It feel like something in your head just kind of release and you just be like, "Fuck it, woosa." But no, the topic for today is owning your self esteem. Esteem of your motherfucking self. (laughs) Period. (laughs) You we got (laughs) inputs. How the fuck I fuck up how you feel about you, you bitch? <laughs> I'm watch that tonight. Look what you did to me. But no, you know what I'm saying. Uh, a lot of people we know have self esteem issues, and my first question to you is: Have you had a point in your life where you had low self esteem? Yes. Do you care to share about how? Um. Or when? Or I was a kid when I had low self esteem. Like my my. Confidence and self-esteem boost kind of increased, like, probably around high school. But I always you had, the had juice in high school? I didn't have the juice in high school, but I started giving less of a fuck in high school. Yeah. Um, but it was just more so, like, I'm I'm a dark-skinned girl. And so I was essentially the darkest one out of all my me and my cousins and stuff that was growing up or whatever. And with that, I got teased, you know, got teased by my skin color. Of course, we weren't understanding that we were taught colorism at an early age. We didn't know what the hell colorism was. So everybody was always talking about the cute light-skinned girls and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so you know i used to always think that my skin was something to be ashamed of the way that i looked was something to be ashamed of and it honestly if it wasn't for my mama i probably wouldn't have survived it because um after a while she just got to a point where she would just sit me down and you know speak affirmations to me you beautiful you smart you you know your your skin is the you know it's the shit like they wish they could have your skin tone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now motherfuckers love them some milk chocolate and dark chocolate and shit. But uh, yeah, it was it was really just growing up being the dark darker one out of all your cousins and siblings and shit, and being teased my whole life until I just got to a point where I was just like, shit, all right, that's how y'all feel. Fuck y'all. And so your mom came in, and that's what changed everything for you. Yeah. Mm. I think I know for me, uh, I had a lot. I had a lot of self esteem issues was when it I the was. Ears? Yeah. <laughs> when, but this, I, I was not being dead ass. No, but I'm for real. So it it was like this around elementary time. It was the ears. Um, and you, I thought I was a cute kid. I still do to this day. I mean, day. I haven't seen baby pictures. You was cute when you I was, was a white. baby. No, I'm talking about when you had that oh, little, yeah. that little coat on, the little oh, biker jacket yeah, coat. Yeah, that was a sailor jacket. It was a sailor jacket. That was a sailor oh. jacket. My brother had he graduated from hippie. I had the little curls in the head with the high low. Ooh, I'm gonna bring that shit back. But uh, 
<laughs> but no, I mean, it was around the time, you know, people talked about my ears. And then as I got older, it was, you know, the teeth. I had spaces in my teeth. And then it was, uh, I was, I was fat, like fourth and fifth grade. Really? And then, mm-hmm. I was fat. And then it was, it was kind of like. That's when I started recognizing everything about myself and I started disliking it. But at the same time, it was like, all right, how can I change this? I didn't cry about it, but I more so wanted to figure out how can I change for somebody else so that somebody else wouldn't say those things about me no more. Yeah, I I ain't want to change. So as I as I transitioned to middle school, middle school times were like, all right. Uh, I started playing sports, weight drop. So I got skinny, but then it was like there was something else wrong. Uh, may I I I I I couldn't dress. <laughs> My folks wasn't buying me no clothes. So now it was, you lost the weight, but now you ain't got no goddamn style. Right. I didn't have no style, and so it was just all right. I got teased about that, and so I figured let me find something to let everybody take their mind off me having style or not having any type of fashion sense. So it was, I started working on basketball. Started working on basketball, and I was doing it for the girls. Started working on basketball. That went up. So then I ended up, they stopped talking about that, and then it became, uh, shit, what was it? Oh, that, by that time I really had a thicker mustache So now it was Damn nigga you look old as fuck So it feel like every year it was something That I was going Shut up It feel like <laughs> every year I was going through something And I had to make a change For somebody else And so after you know After uh, middle school You know all that shit stopped It was no more Teasing no more Fat jokes no more you know, damn you, well, I st- it was still the old jokes. But by that time, I started to really discover who I was. And I still had a little, a little bit of self-esteem issues because I wanted more out of myself. But, uh, you know, at that time, it was what I wanted to do. So I would say the growth in that was between the 8th grade and summer going to 10th grade, I completely changed my views on my own life. Right. And so I, I always think to other people, you know, Find something that you like about yourself or even something. First of all, find something that you like about yourself to help your self-esteem out. Then the things that you don't like about yourself, isolate one thing at a time and build on it. Right. You know, if if it's something that you can change, just build on it and figure out how you can, you know, complete that or 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 get that part of you off to the side. Right. Because I feel like, you know, if you want to. If you want a better version of yourself, you got to take the time out to do the little things. But ultimately, the the biggest lesson in the whole self-esteem thing for me is building yourself up for you. Like building that self-esteem up for you. Whatever it is that you see that you don't like, you're changing that. Whatever it may be, however you choose to change it. Because we don't judge over here at His Hurts the Truth. But um, make sure that you're doing it for you, not because somebody else 
saw a flaw and said, hey, this is a flaw. Because what, what one person might see as a flaw may be the thing that you find the most beautiful. Like you might have had uh, an experience that caused a, a certain blemish and you and you decided to take that and wear that as a badge of honor. That's just like, <clears throat> I'm going to use an example, stretch marks with women, especially women who've given birth. Uh, a lot of times I've actually seen on social media one time, this uh, young lady, she posted a picture of herself and she's very, she's embraced her stretch marks. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a very beautiful young lady. She's embraced her stretch marks and everything. And she had posted a picture and they were exposed. And this guy commented on there and he was like, you know, you could fix those if you wanted to. Um, there's a way that you can, uh, fix those and get them removed and she was like the fact that you need that the fact that you thought that i needed to be fixed mm-hmm. is the problem here my stretch marks i'm cool with them i'm okay with them like she decided to embrace what people normally would see as a flaw and was like the audacity of you nigga to to tell me that what I find beauty in because the number one thing and I I embrace my stretch marks as well simply because I know where they came from and there's a story behind it you know what I'm saying but it you have to when when it comes to owning your self esteem owning it is actually taking into account what it is about you that you like, what it is about you that you love, and what it is about you that you want to improve on. Mm-hmm. But it can't be for nobody else but you. And I'll say this. Uh, one time on social media, I said something similar to that. And then somebody said, it's not that easy. And so my question is, how does somebody not even just make it an easier transition, but how does somebody just really start to focus in on that part about where they need to build their self-esteem and, you know, what, what is it that needs to happen? The thing that I've learned in my life, 30, I've used, 30 years. I've, I've used that term. It's not that easy before. Yes. Me and you have had conversations. I'm like, I can't do that because you'd be like, well, all you got to do. And I'm like, it's not that easy, bro. But a lot of times it's used as an excuse. If you really want it, if you really want that shit. It's easy. It's easy. It's simple. It's all about what you want to do. The it. That's why I say it has to be about you when it comes down to owning that self-esteem because you can you know especially if somebody is saying that's just like a lot of women get on social media and be like oh as soon as i lose this belly i need to lose this belly and then people would be like well you can do blase 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 or somebody might even you know hit them up in their dms and be like hey this is a situation or this is something that you can look into and people be like, well, it's not that easy. It's not that easy because you don't want to make it that easy. Like if you want to lose that belly, okay, start with some light cardio. Like what is it that you are capable of doing? And, and For me, I knew that I had, like I wanted to lose some weight recently because I've been uh, a little sick. I've gained more weight. So now I'm like, okay, I know that working out is not something that I really enjoy doing. I hate going to the gym. Uh, 
but I do still have my punching bag. The weather's starting to get better outside. Um, I go for walks. Ja has skates, so me and her go to the park, and we she get on her skates, and I'll teach her how to skate around and stuff like that. But I find different things that I enjoy doing in order to go towards my weight loss journey or my getting healthy and getting fit journey. But, I mean, it's – Anything is easy if you really want to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I think for as I got older, that's the part that I was able to grasp. It was like, all right, if I want to do something, let's go back to me working the way that I work. I I told you I had a goal, I had plans, and I just said I'm just find a way to get it done. And I think that's that's what I do. Even if you know I gotta take Skylar to work with me, you know I'm a I'm a do right. what I need to do. So it's it's kind of like when I hear I can't or you know it when I hear anything other than hey I figured out something, I'd be like you know I don't want to down nobody for trying, but it's like I know you can try harder. I know there's more that you can do. I'm not going to tell you to do more. Right. But I just know that there's more there's more that you can do. And and that that's more so seeing the potential in people. That I I feel like that's being able to see the potential in people and be able to see and say, "Hey, I know you're capable of doing more." However, um what we do also have to understand in situations such as that, we have to understand that people often limit themselves, although they're capable of doing more. And we see that potential because they don't believe that they're capable of doing more. They've limited themselves. Mm -hmm. And so they want that praise and satisfaction for where they are now. But, you know, when you want to see people do better, you know, you let them, uh, I put up a post the other day. A lot of times, you know, I feel like I, I have moments where I'm like, man, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I want to be right now. And I, while I was saying it, it was the other day I, I was just sitting on the couch and I was just thinking about everything that I had going on. And I was like, I'm just not where I want to be. But then I had to take a step back and I was like, bro, but look how far you didn't came. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even in that, you know, you take a break and you be like, all right, but now that I took this break harder. Yeah, it's time to go harder now. Like the new challenge is because I've actually accomplished what I've actually accomplished. I know that I can do this. So since now I know I can do this harder. Yeah. I mean, and in order for other people to get to that mindset, you know, it's it's cool to be that person to say, you know, I see this potential in somebody, but it's really hard being that person to push or pull the potential out of that person. I'm a, I, and I'm going to tell you, that that's what's mind-boggling for me when I hear that somebody needed a... a and, I, and this is only because I'm completely different from other people, but when you tell me that somebody says some words to you to really bring you up like you did a good job, you know what I'm saying? For me, it's like fuck. I don't need to hear that. I look. I'm looking at results. These right. Results are my good job. Right. So I don't. I don't need to be told. And granted, hearing it is great. It's fine. It's cool. I'm not shift by it. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? It's it's just an, an added thing. But other people operate a little some some other people because there's a lot of people that's just like you know, my my accomplishments are my my reward. My accomplishments are my acknowledgement of me doing a good job. But some people they actually they do need to hear it they do need to hear and have that validation and i I don't necessarily think that that is a self-esteem issue i think that is just more of what's the term i'm looking for it's 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 not necessarily something to do with self-esteem but more so to do with can we just call it an extra push i guess we can just encouragement yeah i mean but i mean that's why i say i was just different because it's just kind of like you know and i don't even know where my ability to do it on my own came from like you know you know you've been independent for a very long time though i always tell i always tell the story when my brother told me when he saw my grades after my (laughs) my first year at uh, alabama state Mm. he said bro you fucking up that was and all I, you needed, wasn't it? After he told me that, that that changed. That but really altered my this. life. Let me ask you this. Would it have altered your life had it come from somebody different? Because you hold a very special place in your heart for your brother. Like, he can come at you and tell you, hey, bro, you fucking up. And you're going to get that shit straight because, number one, he your big brother. And on a certain level, you don't want him to be disappointed in you but you know it's still enough for you respect him enough to take what he's saying to to you and actually apply the pressure that's needed to be applied if it were somebody else just a homeboy or something like that like would you have taken it as much well i i don't think as much because of the stature between my brother and i but i will have taken it you know, into consideration and into a really personal point. Okay. Because I don't hang around people that don't hold me accountable. Absolutely. You hold me accountable. You know my friends that hold me accountable. Absolutely. So Speaking I don't. Of, we we got a friend that we need to discuss after the podcast. No, we don't. Yes, we do. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my friends hold me accountable, and so it's like I I take those things into consideration. Uh. But it was because my my brother been there freshman year. He was there by himself freshman year. You know, he still made it through freshman year. It was it was like I didn't listen to my brother up until my first year, after my first year of school. Because he would tell me stuff, but I didn't listen to it. Right. And then after I started listening to him, you know, things started to change for me mentally. I started to see things differently. So it was just that simple you fucking up. That was enough. And, and that was enough. It was like, you know, I got to make this change. I tell people all the time, I didn't develop study habits until my sophomore year of college. I had zero study habits. I didn't know how to study. Bro. Like, I, I still won't go to the library to study this day. But, yeah, I just, I just didn't know how to study. And so, uh... I mean, I think that was uh that that was just another swing in, not necessarily self esteem, but a a, a a a refocusing matter, you know. But my self esteem going in there, 
at the time, like going into my freshman year of college was, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to not be messed up about what anybody say about me if I come back after this year. And, you know, I didn't come back until four years later, but um, I think overall for me and how I maintain good self-esteem is not only results, but I got this just fuck it part of me. Where it's like, I just be like, you know what, fuck it. If you mad, you mad. If you happy about it, you happy about it. Bro, you've been like that. Like, I feel like you've been like that as long as I've known you. Yeah, I I just don't think I ever pinpointed what it actually was for me. Got it. So, I just, yeah, I just just be like, fuck it, bro. Whether it be, you know, even when we talked about the social media thing, you know, fuck it. If you upset, you upset. If you're not, you're not. You know, uh, if I'm giving advice to somebody, hey, this is what I think you should do. If you don't want to do it, fuck it. You know, you and I go through that a lot. Bro. <laughs> it's sound advice, but if you choose to do what you choose to do, fuck it. And and I'll tell him straight up, bro, I'm not fucking with that. I'm, I'm not doing it, period. All right, man. It's just just because I got other friends uh, who, you know. Yeah, he will be like, all right, man, it's just, it's just suggestion. All right, note it. And if it goes south, I know not to say I told you so for you, you especially. Sh- you sure fucking better not. I just give you the. All right. And then I turn around <laughs> and just say, fuck you. <laughs> but no, I think for me, like, it boosting my self esteem or a part of maintaining my self esteem. I'm a. Because I grew up on words of affirmation, mm-hmm. I use that to boost my self-esteem like when I was working and was hating my job but going because I needed that paycheck I would just write like post-it notes and hang them up around my desk and stuff like that just so that I'd have a little bit of extra oomph to keep on going um in one of my old apartments I used to take expo markers and write on my mirrors words of affirmations like that's different shit. ones did that shit wipe off easily yeah the expo expo oh, markers the dry, the dry erase, erase markers ones. yeah um i just you know write different affirmations on my mirrors that way in the mornings when i'm brushing my teeth getting ready you know to go about my day i got that right there to kind of keep me going and yeah. my biggest thing i've all i'm always hard on myself about my accomplishments and where I am, where I want to be, things like that. Because, you know, I have a hard time accomplishing goals because I'm just fickle and I jump around from thing to thing to thing. Um, but for me, it, a lot of times it's me telling myself, okay, take a look at what you got. Take a look at what you've accomplished. Take a look at the goals that you then got marked off, like different things like that. So, I mean, I think boosting your self-esteem, it, it's going to be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's important to be able to boost your self-esteem with self, though. Like, it's cool to have people to be like, oh, yeah, you on your shit. You doing a good job. You accomplished this. Oh, my God, I can't believe... But at the same time, you know, 
it's good to be able to have your own back and be able to say, be able to pull yourself out of any negative thoughts that you might have in that moment, because it's, it's normal to still have small moments where you doubt your confidence just a little bit, or you doubt your abilities just a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's normal, especially when you go into situations that's probably new or foreign or anything like that. Um, so it's really important to, uh, to, you know, just be able to push yourself in certain moments. Cause it's going to be a lot of times where it's going to seem like the whole world against you. And in them situations, like who the fuck you going to call on? If you feel like the whole world against you. Yeah. I really, I really think like you saying, it has to be found within self, find ways to positively receive positive things, you know, find ways to where, you know, you latch on to those positive things that's being told to you. Yeah. Or those constructive critis criticism, that constructive criticism. I don't know a different, is it? Anyway, those things. <laughs> find find ways to receive that, you know. Uh, and when you find ways to receive that, I think you become a better person. You become a better person to other people. Absolutely. So, I was, I think that's that's pretty good. That that was my thoughts on. I appreciate you, you know. for sharing. Yeah, man. I learned well, some stuff about you today. Had a little, a little heart to heart. Yeah. You know, with my, with, with our people, with our followers, our listeners. This is um, a nice little episode. Just wanted to, you know, I know there might be somebody out there who's probably listening who right. probably has issues with, you know, self esteem or accepting who they are and accepting what they can change about themselves if they want to you know so i think uh all in all just take the time out uh i'm not a, a therapist or nothing but if you want to talk to me about some of the stuff you know you can he's a good listener dm me yeah i'm a i'm a pretty good listener uh yeah i just i just like he to is. listen and like to Give some feedback and just see what I can do to help people. He's a really good listener. Yeah. Uh, anything you got to say um, before we close this thing on now? Not necessarily about the uh, topic. Well, I mean, just as far as the topic, I like I said, you know, self-esteem. I feel like that's something major that you got to be able to maintain with self you know, it's good to have others, but it's definitely something you want to uh, be able to maintain with and for yourself. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I feel like we pretty much touched on it. I'm not as good of a listener as you are. So, I mean, if y'all want to jump in my DMs, you know, hey. If you want to jump in her DMs to find a way to jump in mine on some positivity stuff. Because don't, don't jump in my DMs thinking that you about to get me to like. Do anything other than hook y'all up with some positive, encouraging, anything that's going to help your self-esteem. We ain't on no whole shit around here. No. Nope, so, so don't get no ideas. Don't get no ideas. Also, uh, we are still looking for artists that might want to feature on the intro for the podcast. Yep. If you're interested... Send us a DM on our social media at his, hers, the truth. 
Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And eventually Clubhouse, from what I understand. <laughs> we'll talk that about was disgu- that was discussed on the last episode. Uh but you can also send us an email uh at his hers podcast radio at gmail.com. If you are an artist, um rappers, singers, males, females, poets, um any other type of art like any any, any motivational speakers with some good sound background yeah, music sound bites um <laughs> yeah that too you know anything like that you want to be featured let us know we out here trying to help you help us help you we're trying to grow and we're trying to help you grow exactly or y'all grow beginning better growth bbg man now hold on before we end it i was talking to somebody else uh and they were asking about uh, me bringing my shirts and stuff back. I told them, I'm going to bring them back, man. But I'm trying to eliminate this debt, man. <laughs> and that's it's so hard because I really want to bring that back on a, on a, on a better scale. But it's like, I want to have a full plan before I bring that back. That's Last solid. time, first, when I first did it, it was just, I was just testing the water, seeing what seeing people what reacted worked to. And stuff like that, which is good. But, yeah, next time, it's going to be a, a better layout when I come back with it. I fucks with that. Um, you, you got any other businesses that you plan on doing? I do. I haven't worked on the one that I was talking about. Uh, I haven't worked on that in a little minute, but I'm going to get back to it. Uh, Man, I got so much... Shit. Start taking. I'm, st- I'm just. I ain't it's, even it's, about to I'm, name it. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm, what I have to do now, I have to do one of my jobs, my full time job. I have to do that in the first two days of the week. And the reason why I say I have to do it in the first two days of the week, so that I can only focus on my other job. And that current those days that I work because it's, it's quicker. It's quicker. It's, and then I can focus on podcasts. And then I can focus on the other two businesses that I wanted to. And that's what I be telling people. Like, when I when I say I don't want to do nothing, I want to chill. I want to chill. Man, listen. The other night, it was so chill in my house. I got a Nintendo Switch. He got a Nintendo Switch. Job probably about to get one. But she had her tablet. And when I tell you... He had his game. I had my game. She had her tablet. We all sat up in the middle of the bed when none of us talking to each other. Mm-hmm. We was just chilling in our own little worlds right there in the same room together. That was some of the most peaceful shit we have ever uh, done in our house. After playing that Switch, I really think I'm finna get one. Bro, that is some of the most peaceful <laughs> shit. Like, I could sit on that mug for hours. And it's a good decompression type of thing. Like, I really only play it just to kind of kill time and mm-hmm. not think about all the other shit that I have going on. Yeah. And that's the be- that's really the best way to do it. Yeah. Oh, I do want to shout out another business. Uh, Slow Grind. Uh, my boy Chris Scott. Uh, I've been working with him, training with the basketball stuff. Uh, he's been doing a really great job. Uh, he's got one kid named Bryson who he's been working with. Who shout out to Bryson also, even though they lost the championship today. Uh, he he's the first sophomore to ever win Arkansas Player of the Year. That's what's up. So I wanted to give Bryson a shout out. Shout out Bryson. Uh, 
Yeah, just just the people that I, the people that I work with, the people you know I'm close with, who got a business going, or anybody that's striving to do their own business. Uh, kudos to you, salute to you. Cause it ain't easy. Keep going. And we, we know it ain't easy, and we respect it. Um, and we also want to get to a place where we start featuring uh, small businesses on the podcast. Give y'all a business spotlight and all of that good stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm um, ready to go to bed. Yeah. But I ain't even ate dinner yet. So you gonna eat dinner in the bed? You that gonna... was. <laughs> I might not even eat dinner. Honestly, like, I'm is, sleepy. Is that uh, uh what is her name? Uh, all right. Did you watch the uh, uh, fuck, I can't even think of her name, but she was eating the chicken in the bed and she was asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike Epps, T.I. What movie was the, that? Was I know, yeah, that movie. Damn, <laughs> Loretta Devine, Loretta Devine. <laughs> That's how you gonna look when you eat tonight. No, it's not. I'm about to go to bed. I probably ain't even about to eat dinner. I'm about to go to bed. Whatever work, man. I'm sleepy. I eat in the morning when I wake up. Yeah, I need to go to sleep too. Yeah, I gotta go to work in the morning. Mama then started calling me Tommy, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't got no job, man. She just started calling me Tommy. All right. Well, on that note, I'm ready to go to bed. That was his truth. And that was her truth. And somewhere in there is the real truth. We'll holler at y'all. Later. 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 (laughs) Later. Vibrating on and 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 on Vibrating on and 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 on. Sure you can smell it, I'm drained up, drained up, drained up.